something out because something better was happening this morning. And I got to be involved in something that was happening this morning. That was, we have a new sister in Christ, a new little sister. I've got a new little sister in this, in this family of Jesus Christ. And I'm so blessed to have a new little sister. It's awesome. Awesome. Um, you know, uh, Peyton, the, the first thing that happened to Jesus in Matthew chapter 3 when he was baptized, when Jesus was baptized, the first thing that happened to him after that in Matthew chapter 4 is he was tempted of the devil. And if it can happen to Jesus, it can happen to you. It can happen to, to all of us, can't it? And so uh, we, we've got to make sure that we handle the devil the way Jesus handled the devil. And the way Jesus handled the devil, Peyton, in Matthew chapter 4, is he used God's Word. Every time the devil came at him with something, he would come right back with God's Word. And then even the devil, he started twisting God's Word. And Jesus said, no, no. And he had God's Word. So that's, a, that's an example to all of us today that when we get into areas where we feel a little bit less than in our Christianity, we need to go to God's Word and we'll find the answer. We'll always find the answer when we go to God's Word. And it's my hope that, that, that only you, Peyton, but the rest of you here today who are, who are Christians will really listen to today's lesson. It's not a very long lesson, but it's a, it's a pointed lesson in, in what do you do after you're baptized? You know, that, that's one of those lessons. What is my job as, as a Christian? And we're going to use Samson to, to tell us that, to start that out with. Turn in your Bibles. If you don't have one of the handouts, you can turn in your Bibles to the book of Judges. The book of Judges, uh, chapters 14 and 15. In 1910, Jesse, Jesse Schrader, he was the owner of the Schrader Trunk Manufacturing Company, he rolled out the first Samson suitcase. He used the name Samson in a marketing sense to promote the uh, to promote how strong and, and well-made this suitcase was. This is the Samson suitcase of 1910. And capitalizing on that branding success, the company's name was changed in the 1940s to Samsonite. Samsonite. That's the beginning of the Samsonite company. And when one thinks of Samson, they think of strength, don't they? That's the first thing that comes to my mind when I... When I think of Samson, and that's, that's strength. From his exploits in Judges chapter 14 and Judges chapter 15, we can look and we can see just how strong Samson really was. Look at uh, Judges chapter 14, verses 5 through 6. It, it, Samson kills a lion with his bare hands. How amazing is that? It says that he killed him like he would have, would have a young kid. We were talking about that in class this morning. I've never killed a young kid. Uh, we're talking about a goat, you know. But uh, I don't know what that feels like. But he, it must have been fairly easy because Samson just tore this lion apart. Uh, look at verses 14, uh, verse, chapter 14, verse 19. Samson kills 30 men by himself and then takes their clothes. How hard would that have been? Not only to kill one guy or two guys or five guys, but he kills 30 guys and takes their clothes off of them. Uh, ch- chapter 15, verse 3, we see Samson, he's not only strong, but he's quick. He gets 300 foxes, 300 foxes, and he ties their tails together. Now, how quick of a guy would you have to be to catch foxes, number one, and then wrestle them around to where you can tie their tails together, number two, and then, number three, put a firebrand in between their tails so they'll run out through the cornfields and the grain fields and burn everything down. Wow. 
What an amazing guy. Uh, chapter 15, verse 7. Samson slaughters many by himself. It just says many. It didn't, didn't give the number. And then in chapter 15, verse 14, Samson is tied with, with new ropes, and he breaks them like they were nothing. And then in uh, chapter 15, verse 15, he takes a donkey's jawbone, and he, he killed a thousand men with a donkey's jawbone. How amazing. How, how strong was, was this guy? Samson was strong. I want you to understand something about Samson. Samson was a child of God. He wasn't just some Philistine or Ammonite or Amorite. He was a child of God. He's counted as one of the faithful. If you look at Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 32, he's counted as as one of the faithful. And the events, they prove his strength. They show how strong Samson was on the outside. But do they show how strong Samson was on the inside. Because we're going to see next week that no matter how strong Samson was, he was no match for Delilah. He was no match for Delilah. How is the strength of a child of God measured today? Is my question. How is the strength of a child of God measured today? Peyton is a new child of God. How are we going to measure her strength? How is she supposed to measure her strength? Paul told the Ephesians in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. So it's in the Lord that we're strong. But we don't often, we don't often measure this strength by what's happening on the inside, do we? We often measure this strength by what's happening on the outside. Let let me explain. We often measure how strong a Christian is by three criteria. Their attendance, their participation, and their leadership. If they attend well and they participate well and they're good leaders, well, they must be good Christians. And that's how we we set the, the standard. And while it's true that attendance is a must, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, it says that attendance is is a must. Could we be attending? Could we be participating? Could we be leading if you're a leader? Matthew 23, verse 5, to be seen by men. Could we be doing good deeds? Matthew chapter 6, verse 1, to be seen by men. So that we can look good in front of everybody else. Could that be the case? You remember the old carnival strength test, don't you? Remember the old carnival strength test? You hit the base, you took the big mallet and you you hit the base, and the little puck came up, and if it rang the bell, boy, you were strong, weren't you? But if you, if, you, if you didn't ring the bell, there were these little graduated things that, that told you how strong you, you really were. Like if you hit it and it just kind of went a little ways up, you might be a cream puff. You know, and everybody would laugh at you. Ah, all your friends would laugh at you. Or you'd hit it again and you might be Popeye. Notice where Samson is. He's in between two fictional characters. He's in between uh, Superman and, and Popeye. All right? That's where, that's where Samson is. If you hit it hard enough... You could ring the bell, though. Everybody know. Whoa, whoa! That was that person was strong. He ding all over the all over the whole carnival. They would hear how strong you were. Well, 
this morning, let's step right up. Step right up. Let's swing our mallet. Let's swing our mallet on a few Bible passages and see how strong we are. All right? The first passage that we're going to step right up to, the love chapter of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Folks, take your mallet. Get ready and take a swing. How strong are you? Take the swing. Do you have patience? Are you kind? Are you a kind person? Do you rejoice with the truth? Do you bear all things? Do you believe all things? Do you hope all things? Do you endure all things? Step right up, folks. Step right up to the fruits of the Spirit and measure what a real Christian is like. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. Do you love each other? Do you have joy in your life? Do you have peace in your life? Is there a peace that passes understanding? Do you have a peace not only with everyone around you, but do you have a a peace with God? Or do you lay awake at night worrying about that? Do do you get to the level of long-suffering, patience, or or kindness? Are you being good? Are you being good to others? Uh, Are you faithful? Uh, That goes right to the, right to, uh, do you attend? Gentleness, self-step right up. Take a swing. Where do you fall in this great Christian strength test? Or step right up to Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 17. Are we a merciful people? Are we a kind people, a meek people, a patient people, bearing with one, another, with one another's burdens kind of people? Are we a forgiving people who love and have peace and follow God's Word? Are we that kind of people? Can we swing and get there and ring that bell? Step right up. Test yourself. And this, this is where I would go with you, Peyton, right now. This is, this, you know, stop just a minute. I hope that Jesus Christ comes back right now and we go to heaven. Because you're the most pure girl in this building. I hope Jesus Christ comes back right now and we just go to heaven. But there are so many here, Peyton. And you're going to have to get with me on that. So many here who are lost. They're not like you right now. They're lost. And they used to be like you. They used to be pure, but they've lost their way somehow. And they would swing on this. They would swing on 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 5-7 through and would not have grown an inch. How about you? Take a swing. Step right up, folks. Step right up to the carnival swing. Take a swing. Do you have faith? And have you added to that faith virtue? Are are you good? Are you adding goodness to your faith? Are you adding knowledge? Are you searching the Scriptures like the Bereans? Do you have self-control or do you need to work on it? Just admit it. I need to work on that. I do. Do do we have perseverance where we, we have that keep on going on kind of thing? Uh, do we have godliness? Do we want to be like God? Or do we want to be like the world? Step right up. See, see if you can reach this, this point. Brotherly kindness. Do we love each other? Here at Fountainhead, do we love each other? Do we have that kind of love, that agape love, that will do what it takes? No matter what it takes. Good or bad. We may be attending... We may be participating. We may be leaders. And those are all signs of strength. 
But are we growing? Are we growing? In 2 Timothy chapter 2, uh, verse, verses 1 through 8, we're given four examples. Four examples of how to see if we measure up. All right? Uh, the first example is in verse 3. Uh, are we enduring hardship like a good soldier? We've got a lot of soldiers out in the field right now. And, you know, a good soldier will, will do what he's been commanded to do. A good soldier will be obedient, won't he? A good soldier, even though he's in the foxholes and in the mud holes and he's getting shot at, he won't complain because he has a job to do. That's what a good soldier does. Are we, as Christians, being good soldiers? How about this? The next, uh, the next, uh, the next example, are we competing like an athlete? As Christians, are we competing like an athlete would? Are we playing the game by the rules? Or are we making up our own rules as we go? Yeah, I know the Bible says that, but uh, I really want to go do that. Are we making up the rules as we go, or are we being a competitive? You know, so a competitive athlete is going to train for whatever that is. Are we training to be better Christians, or have we just settled? We're as good as we're going to get, and that's just the way it is. The another, the another example is a hard-working farmer. We've got a lot of farmers, and I know all of you work hard. And, and it says here, the hard-working farmer, he enjoys the crop. Do, do we enjoy the crop? Do we enjoy the patents? Do we enjoy, are we excited that someone was baptized into Jesus Christ today? What a wonderful thing. Are we enjoying that as farmers would enjoy that? Uh, and verse 8 is, is the ultimate, ultimate one, is Jesus Christ. Like Jesus, are we willing to suffer to the, point, to the point of chains or death for the cause of Christ? Are we willing to do that? Jesus was. He's our example. Are we? You know, we, we may be participating in worship but when we come, do we truly worship? Two types of worship. Two types of worship. There's, there's vain worship and there's true worship. Matthew chapter 15 verse 9 and John chapter 4 verse 23 is vain worship and true worship. True worship is in spirit, of the tr- spirit and in truth. Vain worship is to be seen by men like the Pharisees. They worshiped in vain. Which one are you? I don't know which one you are. I have no idea. I know which one I am. But we have to figure that out for ourselves. Are we worshiping vainly or are we worshiping in truth? There are many leaders here at Fountainhead. And we may be leading, but are we truly leaders? Elders are to shepherd the flock. Acts chapter 20, verse 28. Care about the flock. Take care of the flock. It's not an indictment against our elders, but I have a question. Are you shepherds or just a board of directors? Deacons are to hold to the mystery. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 9. Do you know the answer to the mystery, deacons? Were you aware that there was even a mystery? 
preachers are to 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12. I've got to watch my own toes here, don't I? Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Are we being a good example, preachers? Are there some things we, I, need to change in my life to be a better example? What could I do? Moms and dads, are we, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4, are we bringing up our children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord? Are the older Christians, Titus chapter 2, are the older Christians teaching the younger Christians? Brian, you set a fire on folks in your class Wednesday. You set a fire on your class. Peyton was one of your, one of your students. My daughter was one of your students. We had a huge Bible study Wednesday night. She made all of us get in the same room and have a Bible study. That's the impact you're having. The older is teaching the younger. Isn't that awesome? Older, are you teaching the younger? Titus chapter 2. Are we as individual Christians, Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, are, are we the light of the world? Jesus says we're light of the world. Are we being the light? Look at the chart in the back of your handout. If you've got a handout, look at the chart in the back of your handout. I, I did this for a reason. Your own individual strength test, okay? How do you show your Christian strength? If you, if you hit, the, hit the hammer on, on, the, on the game, would it register at all? Uh, do, do you show patience in your life? Is that one of your strengths? What's another strength? Maybe it's gentleness or, or self-control. Maybe you have a lot of self-control. But maybe there might be some things you could work on. What, what could you work on to be stronger? Could you be more kind? Could you be more knowledgeable? What is it that you could work on to be stronger in the Lord, to be a stronger Christian? I hope that you'll look at all of these lists that are in this handout today and maybe pick a few that maybe you're just not strong on. This is not a condemnation. This is one of those sermons that's going to make you think, and I hope that it makes you, the purpose of it is to make us think about our own individual Christian lives and what our direction is in our Christian life. Are we doing the things that are pleasing to God? And if we're not, what can we change? What can we change? It would be cool to be Samson strong, wouldn't it? It would be cool to be Samson strong. To be able to wrestle this thing down by myself. I don't need any of y'all deacons. I'll just do this by myself. You know, anything I wanted to do, just lift it up. I'd be in big demand, wouldn't I? If you were Samson strong, we we can be better. We can be Savior strong. In Jesus Christ, we can be Savior strong. We measure our strength in the Lord. And Christians have the ability, like Peyton is this morning, she's Savior strong. We can all be Savior strong. We've got to be in the Lord, though. We've got to be in the Lord. It's only in the Lord and the power of His might that we can do awesome and great things. Maybe you, like Peyton and like others, you've been thinking about becoming a Christian. You've been studying on it. It's my hope that you'll be in the Lord this morning as together we stand and sing.